unless yep. you're a liberal Christian. You probably don't want to listen to the rest of this episode. Probably don't. And probably. I, do we want you to? Uh, we maybe. Do. I don't know. We yeah, do. we do. We do. That's true. We do. Yeah, we do. And and yeah. that's like so. And to preface this, I I'm hopefully not. My friends aren't watching, listening to this one, but I've got a number of different friends that I would consider, and I think they would consider as well, uh, being liberal Christians. And I, I love them. Like, they are my friends, and I love the dialogue that I have with them. Um, they haven't changed my mind. I haven't changed theirs. So it's right. like, you know, but it's good because it gives me... Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a podcast that explores the how and why of living as a Christian in a pop culture world. Movies, art, people, everything is up for debate, and nothing is held back. In each episode, we explore a topic through conversation, banter, and the Bible to try to get to the truth of the matter. We're not pastors or scholars. We're just regular Christians trying to understand the world through the lenses of the Bible. What is up, everybody? This is another episode of Biblical Lenses. This week, we're talking about liberal Christians. Was Jesus a Bernie bro? Hey, man, you a Christian? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. But uh, I'm not like the rest of those guys. You know, I'm I'm cool. Oh, you're cool. Yeah, we're oh, cool. okay. I'm yeah. a nerd. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Welcome to Biblical Lenses. Welcome to the episode. Um, oh man, we're, we're talking about we're talking about a subject that me and Jesse is hate the right word. No, Dis- that's too disdain. Yeah, disdain. Right. That's too very strong much. Word. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're frustrated by very much. So. Um, we we have a little bit of unchecked anger. Uh, I feel like when I talk, when I talk to, and when I talk on this topic, it's just me beating my head against the wall. Right. Like I could take a cheese grater to my forehead. It would be much more pleasant. Yeah. And that's because the topic of the day is liberal Christians and liberal liberal Christianity. Christianity. Yep. Right. So what is a liberal Christian? Are they, is it, is there such a thing? Are we talking? Okay. First let's, let's define something. When we say liberal Christians, we talking politics here. Uh, I would say a little bit, maybe a tad bit, maybe a tad bit, but we're not talking like, no, we're not talking like, oh, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a left leaning Democrat. That's also Christian. Right. Not at all. That's not, where, that's no. not really the, the crux of the conversation. Yeah. No. The, the crux of the conversation is liberal as in liberal theologically, yeah. liberal theology and a liberal understanding or, uh, of the Christian faith and a liberal pursuit of Christ. Well, I think like when you say like, oh, liberal, or when you say like, uh, you take liberty, there's a little bit more wiggle room there. Like, right. You hear that word, you think like, oh, there's a little bit more like freedom. There's a little bit more wiggle room Mm -hmm. than the strict orthodox. Like, this is what we believe. These are the foundations of our faith. This is more like, "Eh, it's more like like, like the Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, it's more like guidelines. Right, right, right. Yeah, I like that. I like bringing the words like like liberal and then also like orthodox, like into the conversation Mm -hmm. immediately. Here's a here's a cheapo Wikipedia definition here. Liberal Christianity, Uh, also known as liberal theology. It's a movement that seeks to reinterpret and reform Christian teaching by taking into consideration modern knowledge, Mm -hmm. science and ethics. It also emphasizes the authority of individual reason and experience. Mm. Oh, there's so many things in that definition that individual made me want to vomit in my sp- mouth. <laughs> I like I have I have uh, the individual authority to vomit right yeah. now. That's what I have. I um, love it. Yeah. Okay. So why would why would you and I read this definition and and gurge a little bit in our in the back of our throats? Well, I think when you, you know, it was like just in the in the last part, I I'm not gonna lie. 
kind of checked out for part of it, but in the last part, when when you read uh, like individual authority, <laughs> I just look. I read a two sentence definition you to you, did. and you checked out. It's very hard for me to like. There's boy, a lot of this stuff boy. when I talk about this. It's not that I let it go through in one ear and out the other, but right. it's just there's so much that I'm just like, hey, I can't really quickly. Speaking of things going in one ear and out the other, yeah. if you haven't subscribed to the no, podcast, to do please do that so you know when a new episode comes out. Head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, maybe write a little something nice, and then uh, or also just subscribe on any podcast player that you so choose. Yeah. We'd appreciate that. Unless yeah. you're a liberal Christian, you probably don't want to listen to the rest of this episode. Probably don't. And probably. I, do we want you to? Uh, we maybe. Do. I don't know. We yeah, do. we do. We do. That's true. We do. Yeah, we do. And, and yeah. that's like, so, and to preface this, I, I'm hopefully not. My friends aren't watching, listening to this one, but I've got a number of different friends that I would consider, and I think they would consider as well, uh, being liberal Christians, and I, I love them. Like, they are my friends, and I love the dialogue that I have with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't changed my mind. I haven't changed theirs, so it's right. like, you know, but it's good because it gives me an understanding of what they think about. Right. And, and you know, we get to have other conversations like this, like... Um, that being said, when you were reading that sentence, I really focus on that individual authority and experience part mm, because yeah. I feel like there's a large foundation of liberal Christianity where it's like, I believe this because I, this is like, this is my truth. That that whole like right. live your truth kind of thing. Like, well, my truth is this. And I think God is like this. And so they insert cultural understanding to who God is. Instead right. of saying, I'm going to allow God to change my view of the culture. Right. They say, I'm going to allow my culture to change my view of God. Right. That's yeah. easy. Like, that's an easy way to put it. Maybe even more easily put is like, it, do I get to define God or does God define himself? Mm-hmm. That's re- like the really the question we're talking yeah. about here, which I think a lot of this little history lesson maps back to, you know, a little bit of the postmodern yeah. like movement and postmodern thought. Yeah. Okay. And, and we have a, a, the quote pulled up on the screen. One of the most famous postmodern quotes, which would be, uh, I think therefore I mm-hmm. am, yeah. which was, um, kind of coined by a man named Rene Descartes, Descartes. Uh, who is a Latin uh, philosopher. Mm. And, um, that, that statement, I think therefore I am, yeah. I'm going to loosely summarize that and mm-hmm. translate that to say, um, I'm the center of the universe. Yeah. I'm the thinking autonomous individual. And yeah. I, this is where in, in the year 2020, we get all this madness of, well, that's not my truth. Yeah. That's your truth, and this is my truth, and we can mm-hmm. both live our truths. Even if your truth says two plus two is four, that's not my truth. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and and I think like you know we boil that down to a very elementary kind of thinking, but right. and something that we're going to camp pretty heavily on in this podcast right. is the idea of progressive revelation. Right. So we're going to get there, yeah. but I want to hit some of the some of the okay, smaller yeah. points yeah. first. Like I just wanted to give like a game plan of like, oh, yes, we're going to talk about that as a big portion because that um, is the big portion yeah. that is the main thing which like Nolan said we're going to get to is most most people who are quote unquote liberal Christians are firm believers in what's called progressive revelation which we will try to unpack the best we can yeah but first I want to tell you a little story go ahead I was on the beach this, this is maybe I don't know like eight months ago yeah. in Hawaii and you know my kids are playing in the water or like maybe I was no, my kids weren't there we were like yeah. just hanging out on the beach having a good time and there was a lady her kids were playing in the water we struck up a conversation where are you from oh I'm from Texas I'm visiting back here where I used to be in Hawaii I'm from Texas great where do you live I live near you that's fantastic something 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 what do you do well I go to this church she goes I go to church too so in my mind I go fellow Christian yeah fellow believer mm-hmm. but she followed it up with immediately yeah I'm a Christian 
but you know, I'm like, I'm liberal. I'm like a, yeah. a liberal consultant. Like I don't believe in some of that other stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh. so by me, that was, so you're the cool one. Oh, so you're the cool aunt that always yeah. has gum in her pockets. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm the, the boring yeah. parent that's asking you to wash the yeah. dishes. Is that what we're doing here? You're the IPA drinker and I'm right. just the normal, like milk toast. Right. Like, I'm Natty Light and yep. you are a, a fine, like, uh, you know, uh, a small barrel batch of yeah. scotch whiskey. Like that's what's happening yeah. here. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. I feel like, uh, whenever I drive by like, uh, like a Methodist church or, or really any other, t- not to put methods on blast i just they're obviously moving more towards liberalism but like wow you did go on blast that's well it's no it's 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 just known it's something that's in the news um like say that's to say they will put out in big banners now Uh like united and united is like rainbow and then they're like like you know gay bisexual like all this other like you know different uh like terminologies that you can use um and i i think it's important to note that like i i wouldn't say I, I would say like church is a a place that you could say like, hey, you're welcome to come and, you know, and sit in and talk with us. Like, I don't think Christians are against that dialogue, uh-huh. but I think it's when you start identifying as like, like, we're just going to let all beliefs, like we're going to like, right. we just want to make it known that like, we're chill, like we're chill with everyone. Everything. Like that's right. where it kind of lines up with that kind of lady where right. it's like, well, like, I don't, I'm not like them. Like them. Like you separate yourself right. you from separate the yourself Christians. And you step yourself up by saying, I am a Christian, but I'm culturally relevant. Yeah. I'm hip. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. I know how to get jiggy. I, I wear the Yeezys. Right. You I know? wear the yeah. Yeezys. Yeah. And I got the new Kanye album. The new Kanye you know, album. I'm with yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like, well, let's slow down here for a second. Because what you're really saying is, and I think like what a lot of people this is, this is the bent of our hearts, mm-hmm. I think, right? Which is, I love, me, I'm confessing, I love talking to people that agree with me. Oh, yeah. I love when I say something and people go, that's fantastic, I love that, I agree with that. Quite often on this podcast, no one will say, that's good, I like yeah. that. And I like it when he says he oh, likes that. Yeah, great, I really do enjoy it. But the truth is, that's the bent of all of our hearts. We, mm-hmm. we want to go places where we feel we're agreed with. And unfortunately, that's not the healthiest thing for us. Yeah, no. Like, I want to eat. I have, There's a box of Oreo cookies that is literally sitting in my pantry right now. I want to eat it. Yeah. My wife is reminding me that I have a jujitsu tournament in a month. She's like, you're supposed to cut weight, aren't you? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can't do that with Oreos. <laughs> I would prefer it if she'd go, you should have them. Oh, 100%. Oh, you could have Oreos and cut weight. I'm like, oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. But that's not going to benefit me if she would do that. So we all love being agreed with. And that our tendency is to go read things, watch things, listen to things, and associate with people that all agree with us Mm -hmm. versus be around people with other points of view and love those people and love the bringing together of different ideas. Mm -hmm. This doesn't necessarily mean that they always have to change your mind. But can you please just be around other ideas? Yeah. Can you be around things that you're uncomfortable with and be okay? Yeah. That's my problem with liberal Christians. Yeah. They want to be comfy wumpy Com- at all times. They, they like the, and, and I think we joke about it, but there right. is a safe space there, right? Where it's like, <gasps> you and I know, no, no longer are we in the safe space. We're in the twilight zone. Um, for me, like I am somebody, ooh, I love to argue. Oh, yeah. I love it. I, it it's yeah, you what. Do. I took a bunch of different tests in, in college about like, oh, what are you? Um, like as far as like the apostles or whatever. Um, and I got the, which 
the Apostle Paul, sure. which is just basically like, you like to debate. You like to bring up your conversation with other people and then right. just make them believe what you believe. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's me. And so when I, I say that all to preface this with when I talk with my coworkers, uh-huh. who many of them, I would say some of them are Christians. Some of them definitely go to church and okay. they might not be Christians, okay. but I will talk with them. And a lot of them are like, uh, we don't want to talk about this. like once it gets to the awkward like right. oh what we believe doesn't line up like I don't agree with you right. and let me tell you why right. it's like that's when all of a sudden the timeout card comes sure. and it's like we can't talk about this like we need to talk about work appropriate things and it's like oh well 10 minutes ago we were, we were dandy just, we were all dandy when we right. were joking around and making fun about Christianity but sure. now when it gets serious mm-hmm. we can't and so I, I would agree with you where a lot of it's like well if you agree but the minutes you don't agree right. then it's like Ooh, good. yeah it's like well, here's another observation I have about people not just liberal Christians but people in general we yeah. all tend to have something that is important to us at the time right mm-hmm. so let's say uh, we just did a two part episode on pornography let's say you have just had victory over pornography addiction that is the thing that you talk about most that you think everybody should be confessing and repenting of that's on your mind yeah. right so a lot of liberal christians are marked and i don't think it in, in a bad way for wrong reasons yeah. but they are marked by um some form of social justice platform that they believe in right yeah. so it's equality of women in the workplace mm. so therefore they need to find a life group a church a group of people that are professing christians but are really on board with equality of women in the workplace yeah. because that's their that's their charge mm. that's their banner right yeah so maybe it's women pastors maybe it's homosexuality maybe it's not you know having to do certain things that the bible says like yeah. they're gonna they're gonna say i need to find a space where these things are okay because that's my banner versus saying, you know what? I need to go to a place that faithfully teaches the word, does not skip verses, is willing to say the hard things and confront me because those are people that really love me. People that really love you say hard things. A lot of, and I think that a big, so liberal Christians do have a lot of different things that they believe or they'll, they'll kind of latch onto. I think a big one that they, they believe in is the inclusivity of God, right? Where they're like, Oh, God loves everyone. And sure. He, and he love because he loves everyone. He wants everyone to be in communion with him. Mm-hmm. So in, they have a number of different ways of explaining it, okay. but it all kind of circles back to one day we will all commune with God. Hell is kind of a place that you might check in for for mm. like you know Detention. a month or so if you've been right. you know bad like maybe a couple of years if you've been real bad sure um but postmodern. unlike hotel california yeah you can just check out sure. after you've done your kind of yeah. like no no time which is basically postmodern purgatory exactly we don't want to call it catholic purgatory but yeah. we want we don't want to believe that you don't get to come out of the timeout. nobody wants to believe that you spend an eternity in hell nobody and likes it nobody likes it and christians don't even like it sure Man, the fact that I, I have to think that there are some people that I love in my life and hold very dear that are going to spend that, man, that's so hard. Of and course. so it's like, but I think that there is a difference between Christianity and liberal Christianity because a lot of them are like, well, you know, God, and that's where I kind of circle back around to what I was talking about originally, Let's which is it. like, I take the culture that I have in the United States and that's a very much a call. I mean, like nowadays, most states don't do the death penalty. Like right. we really believe in, you know, letting people like 
live out their punishment for the rest of their life, but still continue to live a life, like Mm -hmm. still have certain freedoms. Like we have these freedoms and then we don't like to think of consequences. Sure. We just want to, like, like you said, live our truth. We don't want any consequences. Like if I want to go out and have sex with 400 people, I can do that. Uh And okay. Like, yeah, I might get, I might get AIDS or something like that, but I've lived my truth. Like they, we just don't equate the consequences for our actions. Yeah, no, we're living in a time where people don't like taking responsibility for their actions. Mm-hmm. They don't like the idea of that. It's somebody else's problem. They they need to fix it, right? Yeah. It's something has been put on me. I'm oppressed. It's like, well, technically you weren't oppressed. Mm-hmm. Technically you made the choices to be sexually active in these ways, to walk down this path, to live this lifestyle. Yeah. And there are consequences to your actions. There's a guy out there right now who's preaching the message of um, of intense personal responsibility. His name is Jocko Willink. He's like an ex-Navy SEAL. Yeah. And he's like, it's amazing to me that it's a TED Talk. Really, yeah. honestly. I mean, I think he's an inspiring, awesome guy. Yeah. But it's amazing to me that it is a TED Talk because all he's saying is, I'll take responsibility for that. I didn't get up. I didn't do it. Yeah. And people are going, his message is so unique. And I go, it's actually kind of old. Yeah. It's, it, it, you know, there's a, a, a saying that goes, if it's new, it's not true. And yeah. if it's true, it's not new. Yeah. It's, a, it's an old thing to say, I need to take ultimate responsibility for the things that happen around me. Mm. But for some reason, we live in a culture that goes, wow, where'd that come from? Yeah. Go, come on, you know where that came from. Yeah. And I mean, just say all that to say, like, it's once again, a, a cultural box that we right. have taken. And then we've tried to say, okay, God, now get in this box. Because sure. this is the kind of God that I want to worship. And that's yeah. a big conversation that I've really had. And, and a big point that I kind of say is like, hey, if you believe that the Lord is infinite and he has all wisdom and knowledge, more wisdom than you, than you will ever obtain in this earth. Sure. But you say that he has to fit into your cultural understanding or else you you can't rationalize that kind of God. Right. Man, then you 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 have now taken God and put him in your box and you haven't said, I will submit to your authority and your command. Right. What about devil's advocate time? Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Um, it, it, let's say you were speaking to me and I'm a liberal Christian and you just told me what you just told me. Yeah. I would turn right around and say, well, aren't you trying to fit God in a box? He has to be this God of the scriptures. He has to be like that. Who says? So aren't, isn't it just mankind defining who God is? Like, I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. Right. Isn't that, yeah. isn't that like the, the conversation you'd have right back to you? What's, what's the response for that? That's good. And, and I mean, for, for my response, it just really comes down to consequences of belief. Right? right. So it's like, well, your consequences, if, if I'm wrong, then cool. I might spend a, a like a, a weekend at, you know, at Satan's and <laughs> like, and then <laughs> it's I was, like weekend at yeah, Bernie's weekend at Bernie's. That's it's exactly like, what I was going okay. for. You know, like, like your your saying is like, hey, you will eventually like get to communion with God. Um, but my consequence is like, if I'm right, like, hey, it's right. you know. So what do you want to believe? And I think the big the big thing that's behind there is that, and I think that they'll probably say it a lot is the difference between yours and mine's as an orthodox belief in like an orthodox Christian like tradition is one of exclusivity. Mm-hmm. And theirs is a message of inclusivity. Yeah. We want to include everybody. So the Unitarian Church's approach to this would be that um, they they see God like the light yeah. that comes through stained glass window, right? It's yeah. one light, but the, the light hits the floor in different patterns yeah. and colors. And we all choose to focus on whichever color we see, but it's mm-hmm. the same light. And 
that even that to me is hypocrisy to a certain extent because it's always going to break down somewhere. Yeah. Right. Like you're still making judgment calls as to what's right and mm-hmm. wrong. Like you might be pro abortion. You might be pro gay marriage. You might be, and here's all of the light that's coming through the stained glass window. Yeah. But are you pro child abuse? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but that's my truth. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so how are you to say like, so, so like very quickly, somebody else could say, well, in my mind, God would never, ever punish me or be mad at me for abusing children. And you have to accept my truth. Otherwise, you're ruining your stained glass window. It all falls apart very quickly. That's that's my thought there. Well, and I think part of like my thing is, is I, I have always said like the Lord never said he's going to he's going to like turn himself into whatever truth is comfortable for people. He says, hey. Like narrow is the way, right? Like you will walk a path to righteousness. Only few will get to. Yeah. Like I and like I mean, even talking about like, hey, the Lord has sent out many invitations, but yeah. only and like only few respond. Right. And so it's like you know we do have this understanding that yes, God does desire for everyone to be in communion with Him. Right. But He also recognizes that not everyone will be in communion. He actually says. There are going to be more people out of community, like rebelling against me than there will be following me. So it just doesn't fit along the lines of, well, God is just this, you know, like, and God's this God that will just change over time with us. And it's like, that's not it really God saying like, hey, you can go my way. You can go the highway. Right. It's really hard to choose. Really hard when you say God, you hear God say, I am the light. Yeah. I am the way, the truth, the light. Yeah. That's very exclusive. Mm-hmm. Just from those that tiny little sentence that he says. Why, why, why can't you say that you're a way? Yeah. That like there's many ways. He doesn't say that. Yeah. And that's hard because they now we're gonna get to the part where, and I think we've we've been trying to get here, which is this idea that liberal Christians will use this term progressive revelation mm-hmm. as the backbone for their argument, which says, um, well, what was said there. In those scriptures, they didn't know what we know now. Yeah, right. They don't. They didn't know what we know now. So now, with what we know with science and mm-hmm. what we know with psychology, those things don't make sense. So God is going to go ahead and fit to these modern yeah. findings, and that idea of progressive revelation is dangerous. Now, here, here's the truth: that progressive revelation is real, though. Like yeah. biblically speaking, uh-huh. theologically speaking. So uh, those in the Old Testament did not have the benefit that we have as New Testament believers. Yeah. Right. On this side of the cross that we can look back like through the cross and we can see understandings found in the Old Testament. Yeah. But in both the Old and New Testament, they close that thing off. Mm-hmm. Right. We yeah. all done. Yeah. Right. Like, OK, so like that that's. That's a huge one. Progressive revelation does not mean that it continues to progress forever and ever and ever. Yeah. So when you read the next soft back Christian book that's in Barnes and Nobles, you get to go ahead and start dictating a new version of God. Yeah. Right. This week, it's Joel Osteen's like bigger, better, richer, oh, better, like yeah. healthier kind of like message. So therefore, that's who God is now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, a, a lot of. A lot of times what I've seen is when talking about like progressive progressive revelation, um, a big example will be brought up like slavery. And like this is just sure. examples for what what can be talked about. It's like slavery, they'll say like, oh, well, you know, culturally, like, you know, slavery was uh, accepted. And, and there are many like uh, 
Bible verses in Old and New Testament talking about slavery. Right. But like then they relate it to how, you know, like Orthodox Christians or like Bible thumping Christians right. in the 1800s used it as a way to say like we need to continue to have slavery or like racial separation. Um, and it's like once again, you have to understand the context of what they were talking about and the, mm-hmm. and, and the Christians that used it as a way to explain or, or rationalize slavery in the 1800s. It's like they didn't understand the biblical concept of it, right? right. Um, but there are other scriptures where it's like if you understand the context and it does not line up with what you're with what you're saying, like mm-hmm. if the content of the scripture is not lining up with what you're saying, right? Like th- then you you are believing something against scripture. Yeah, that's definitely the the first stop in the progressive revelation conversation is: Are you reading the scriptures in context? Are you taking in historical background and culture? And are you addressing the difficulties in interpreting this passage, or are you just blowing by it with a 21st century Goya set of eyes, saying, mm-hmm. ah, "I just think that this." Yeah. What yeah. this means you're being lazy and you're not taking into account who wrote it who read it mm-hmm. and what it meant when it was written yeah and and, and you're just just blowing through and saying i get to now decide mm-hmm. that's irresponsible reading of the scriptures mm-hmm. and we've talked about it like you're gonna find a lot of liberal christians who read a lot mm-hmm. who are very well read oh, and yeah. they're gonna try to quote things at you but a lot of times i think you were saying this before the podcast started they're gonna start bringing in Mm-hmm. newer sources to back up what they see yeah right so like what was your example you were saying like oh i, for, I forget what the but actual it's, you know like oh yeah i know it says like, this here, this but. author will say you know it's like oh yeah like the bible says this but like this author broke down that passage and and extrapolate like and and he says and for instance like one of the ones that i've talked about is like around gay marriage and you know and right. and, uh, and like homosexual relations and so it's like you know oh like this author says this about this passage it's right. like okay yeah I, like i understand you kind of are getting into the you know the context of it sure. but at the same time like we also have to take paul's passage where he says like hey like men are lying with men women are lying with women out of like the passions of their heart like we have to take that for what it is right and we have to see that when he says like that's wrong like it might be what the culture is saying we don't agree with that Mm. but that just means that as a christian are you willing to go against the grain right now or are you willing to like or are you going to conform right yeah you know i i think that um also uh, quite often i think people are trying to find a more complex workaround to make the scriptures work and bend them yeah. to their favor. Right. Mm-hmm. I need this to say this. Yeah. I've been there. I've done that. Mm-hmm. Like I, when, when I first became a believer, like I really wanted certain things to read certain ways in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And I spent weeks and months trying to find workarounds, trying to find people who can confirm me yeah. before I realized, look at what I'm doing. Yeah. Look at all of this extra you know, side work that I'm trying to do to make something say something that I know that it deep down in my heart doesn't say. Yeah. And there's also, I feel like there's there's a little bit of a mindset, mm-hmm. right, that comes with liberal Christianity with progressive thinking that says, you know, um, I found this one or two, these one or two outliers yeah. that say that this passage says something different. Mm-hmm. So therefore I get to ignore thousands of years of Orthodox Christian tradition yeah. of people translating and interpreting this passage the same exact way yeah so even though there's 1000 confirmations of what this means over here mm-hmm. they're all nazis and these two are the ones that are leading me to yeah. revelation and freedom and understanding yeah that's a very 
pompous uh, way to look at your own intentions or, yeah. or seed your own intentions into what you're doing. Well, a lot of times too, like what will end up happening is like, uh, like, uh, you know, you might read a book or something like that and you read one book on a topic mm-hmm. and it, it, it lines up with, or it might even shed some new light on something that you thought about and you go, that's it. That's truth. And it's right. like, instead of going to the exact opposite right. and it's like looking at CNN versus Fox, like if you just watch CNN, you're going to go, that's it. That's truth. That's, that's done. Yeah. And then you go watch the opposite and you go right oh that's actually a really good point that you sure. made that that negates what that person was just saying so right. it's like there's always that balance and i think that a lot of times people just will read a book mm. like an author will cover a passage sure. of scripture and they read that book instead of reading multiples or even diving into the scripture themselves and saying right. like i'm gonna do my own study sure. and come up with my own theology sure. on this you know it's hard because i feel like a lot of this is emotion based and emotion fueled Mm -hmm. like um i know that i am and have been very guilty of watching a documentary on healthy eating yeah and now i'm the annoying guy that won't shut up to my friends about you know you really should be juicing yeah you really you know you really shouldn't be eating carbs or sugar it's from the devil and you really should plant these diets haven't you seen this haven't you seen that and it's it's how annoying mm-hmm. am I when I hear one side, one perspective that's placed that has beautiful slow motion imagery and fantastic soundtrack and great interviews, and now all of a sudden I go, "Well, I believe it." Yeah. Versus, I need to stop being so lazy and get out there and do the research for myself. Yeah. But our emotions, my emotions say I'm on board, and now I'm passionate. Mm-hmm. And passion, ooh, passion is a big one. Yeah. Like it is a driving force in a lot of people's life. I would agree with that. The problem, yeah. the problem is, and unfortunately, passion fades and truth and reality stick. Yeah. And so when your passion fades, all of a sudden you're like, dang, like I was on that avocado diet for like, for like eight straight <laughs> months. Know, but avocados, man. Bro, yeah. like, and now my toes are fat <laughs> yeah. because of that avocado diet <laughs> yeah. like, or whatever. Yeah. It's like, you know, you come to and it's like, bro, reality's there. Avocados yeah. are still fattening. They've always been fattening. You just got duped by some Netflix special. <laughs> yeah. Don't be an idiot next time. And I think, um, I think Hebrews says something about this, that, that we're to mature in our relationship with Christ, I'm paraphrasing, so that we're not tossed to and fro by oh, every wind yeah. of doctrine. Yeah. Right? Doctrine not necessarily being a churchy word, word, but doctrine being another word for truth. Yeah. Hey, here's my truth. Here's that truth. Well, now I'm swayed. Mm-hmm. How fantastic is that? Yeah. And so it's really dangerous to jump off board and say, I found these outliers. I'm sticking with them. Yeah. And I think like, it's also important to know, and, and I know we got kind of got to wrap it up. So it's like, I think it's important to know that like God has always said, like, I am the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. Like until that Netflix <clears throat> special comes until, out. Yeah. And, That's right. Yes. <laughs> so the biggest thing is, is like, he's not going to change. It's, it's on us to submit, to change our mindset. Um, mm-hmm. You don't have to be the Bible thumping. I think too many people, and, and this is why we see a lot of like Methodist Presbyterian, like a lot of these old faith kind of like um, denominations. Sure. They were so stuck in orthodoxy that when they did decide to change, they went, they, the, the pendulum swung super hard to the other end. Cause it's right. like, you can hold tight to orthodoxy or you can hold tight to liberalism. There's a, there's a medium there where it's like, right. yeah, like you shouldn't have a pattern or a method of doing every single thing the right way. Cause that's how you get to God. Like that's sure. not right. But at the same time, it's not, Oh, everything's just free and there's all paths to God either. Cause that's not true right. either. So it's just like, you know, 
when we talk about it, I think the biggest thing is, is, you know, have those discussions, but, but have healthy follow-up discussions with somebody else as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I I, I like that. I think getting around people who disagree with you Mm -hmm. while still understanding and coming to the table with an under, like a really good understanding that, um, there's no way you're always right. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And, and, and there's no way that it, it took us this amount of time to figure out said thing that contradicts like thousands of years of history and mm-hmm. tradition. It's very unlikely. There's actually a term for that. It's called Occam's razor, which basically says that the simplest answer is usually the right one, mm. but we like to overcomplicate things and yeah. we like to overcomplicate things because they help us navigate around, like you said, the hard fact that maybe sometimes we just need to change. Yeah. Like I can really beg and plead my wife to change for me and do all these things, but maybe really in the end, the simplest answer is maybe I just need to get off my butt and yeah. change and that's going to fix it. Yeah. Right. But it's hard work. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. And, and I'm an excuse maker. We yeah. all kind of are. So that's our heart is to, is to build this winding road that keeps me from having to point my point at myself in the face and say, I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah. And that's that's just a brutal thing. So I just want to finish up with this scripture from Hebrews chapter one it says long ago at many times in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he's spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things through him. Also, he created the world. And so um, as far as progressive revelation goes, yeah, it progressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it progressed all its way to the Messiah, to yeah. Jesus. And we have all that we need. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book of James says all we need for life and godliness is found right there. Yeah. We don't need to make up a bunch of extra stuff. Oh, and Christianity has weathered much worse than this. So Absolutely. that's to me, it's like progressive revelation, like, prog- or not progressive, uh, like liberalism. I'm like, yeah. whatever. Like this like, is going to be a fad. It's going to die in like maybe another hundred years. Sure. Like, and, and then we're going to read about it one day. Like, oh, that was a stupid idea. So right. it's like we've weathered much worse. <laughs> sure. So, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Take okay. us home. All right. Well, uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on liberal Christians, progressive revelation, orthodoxy, theology, all that kind of good stuff. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Please DM us. We're at Biblical Lenses on both of those spaces. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash biblical lenses. You can head to the website pretty soon. We don't have it quite up. We're going to get it there soon. Uh, You can check out show notes there or in the podcast app that you are listening to this right now. So uh, we have more episodes and we release a fresh podcast every single Wednesday. We'd love to uh, meet up with you, talk with you, chat with you. And we would love it if you would excuse us. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will see you later. I'm triggered. Safe space.